0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fensky. If you live in or just drive through the College Hill neighborhood north of the McKinley Bridge, you've probably noticed a familiar landmark looking a bit brighter. The Grand Avenue Water Tower at Grand and 20th got a fresh coat of paint this weekend. And that's not all. It's all part of a regular cleanup effort. It's called Operation Clean Sweep. And joining me to talk about it is St. Louis Alderman Brandon Bosley. Alderman Bosley, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Good, uh, good morning. Well, good afternoon. It is afternoon now. Good it afternoon. is officially
0: afternoon for just a few minutes here. But but yes, uh, it's good to, to change that into the p.m. hours. Um, Alderman Bosley, I know you were out there for this past weekend's Clean Sweep. What was on the agenda for the work that day? Uh, so the tower
1: was uh, one of the uh, pieces of the agenda. Peace Park was being cleaned up. Uh, buildings were being torn down around Peace Park and... Um, uh, to clear that area out also and make it look a lot neater. Uh, there was also uh, cleanups going on around Grant and Montgomery, um, uh, where we have an open-air drug market. Um, Father Benson had also people out cleaning up from uh, uh, the St. Alphonsus Rock Church uh, mm-hmm. supper. So um, everybody was was cleaning up Grand from, I don't know, Grand and North Market all the way down to the tower.
0: Hmm. And when you say people were cleaning it up, they were out there with bags picking up trash and stuff, or was there more to it? Yes, Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so the biggest piece of this is the water tower. This water tower, this is 154 feet tall. How do you even begin to paint something that tall?
1: Uh, so that 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 came from planning between the contractors. Urban League was the the front runner. James Clark led this initiative and getting that painted. Uh, from uh, Urban League, he's the vice president of Urban League now, mm-hmm. um, and he's uh, he's he's done and, and and created some some great relationships over the years. And, and Urban League has also so when you foster those relationships, you have the the means to sometimes do things that will take the you know government. A while to do uh, because of the finances and a gang of other things. So, uh, you know, the planning and the execution is, is and I and I'll make sure I always give credit where credit mm-hmm. is due, uh, is the Rogan League, the city departments working with uh, LRA. Um, mm-hmm. And we had some great people in there, Lorraine. And so one of them uh, was also on the ground, different departments like forestry, but that uh, and, uh, Fred Weber. Is the actual uh, entity that that painted it. So we definitely want to give them a a big shout out and uh, wouldn't have happened without everybody working together.
0: So they brought in the professionals to do the painting of this 154 uh, feet high structure here, but there were volunteers working on the ground. I know so many people are suffering right now in the pandemic. Was it hard to get people willing to to donate their time?
1: Well, I, I think when you have particular things like this going on and you have already organizations that are set up structurally to have volunteers, even doing massive times of, 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 uh, you know, kind of places where we are right now, Mm -hmm. we have this massive epidemic going on between all of us, but that's why these organizations work when there's not an epidemic going on. So those volunteers are not here just for an epidemic. They're here throughout the time where they're needed Mm -hmm. and there's a relationship there. So, um, I, You know, once we put the word out to neighbors and residents, we had a few of those come out. But, you know, the track stars, once again, the churches, Urban League, uh, the different departments putting their heads and resources together. Mm -hmm. Um, Volunteers are very, very, I think, hard to come by um, when you are doing things at the spare of the moment and there is no planning behind it and people haven't seen you put the work in before Mm who have seen what Urban League can do. They've also seen we've been in the neighborhood trying to make things uh, better. So, you know, I think it was one of those situations where, uh, you know, it's a win for everybody, something that we all can be proud of and know that, you know, we can work towards trying to continue.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this Clean Sweep, um, that's a partnership with the city and the Urban League. And as you say, James Clark, who's there now, he's such a go-getter, such a remarkable man. Um, clean Sweep is, is something that happens four or five times generally in the summer or the fall. And it got pushed way back this year because of the pandemic. I imagine there were a lot of wards that were clamoring for this kind of attention. How did your ward end up getting picked for the return of, of Operation Clean Sweep?
1: Well, I, I will say this: we we had conversations about clean sweep um, months and months and months ago, and of course, once again, COVID put things in a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one of the biggest the the biggest things that that kind of helped our um uh, is is Urban League moving into the war. So that's mm-hmm. one great thing that is happening. They've already made you know the announcement. And you know we had PNC leave the neighborhood. They are working with Urban League, and it's some, some great things that are going on. So it makes sense when you have an entity coming into the neighborhood who has a lot of resources. And I've worked with uh, Urban League on multiple occasions on helping people get jobs through the Save Our Sons programs. They have some, you know. So it's it's you, you want to make sure that that interest is something. Entrance mm-hmm. is something that you know you you pay attention to. Is not only. But it's effective, and people see that we're not just here; that they're there to do some work at the same time. So, you know, this isn't a a thing an organization that's going to come in and just sit. And that's that is what you're you seeing. It's one of those uh, great things where now we have an organization with resources and you know partnerships with the city because it's all about relationships, mm-hmm. and you know those relationships once again help foster the the, the actual action items that you saw. Um, executed.
0: And as far as those action items goes, it seems like they chose their target wisely. So many people were so excited to see this water tower get a coat of paint. Do you think this water tower has symbolic significance that makes this feel like an even bigger deal than a normal clean sweep cleanup?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. It's very symbolic. It hasn't been painted since I've been alive. I know my my father's been uh, in here for a while, for a very long time, and he uh, tried multiple years to to get it painted. I believe at some point in time there was some funding, some people started to stop. It has never been completely painted and mm. looked the way that it look right now in my lifetime. So, and I think a lot of other people who've grown up in the neighborhood, grown up in the area, and saw the other towers look, uh, you know, very decent, and then this one is is you know is 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 not, and is right off Grand. It's still that pillar. This is the first one that was built. In the city of St. Louis, of the three, back in the 1800s, mm-hmm. uh, well, all three one built in the same time. But this was built in the 1870s. So, and it was, you know, so, so it's definitely, I think, monumental for the entire city. Now, some of us are, uh, you know, and I will, I want to make sure I put this out there because there were some negative things that happened around that tower at the same time. So, not everybody is um, necessarily going to always be happy about all of the upgrades, but it's something I think no matter what, it's a pillar in St. Louis. It historically will be here, and we should be happy that it is It is getting uh, some attention because that area needs it bad, and I think that right there can uh, definitely start the, and spar more attention in the area and get more and more people excited about cleaning up that piece of ground.
0: You mentioned there's some negative things that have happened around this tower and that's left maybe some lingering bad feelings there. Um, not to let the negative overwhelm all the positive that came out of this event, but but what's the, what's that history there?
1: Well, there's, there's some history being passed down said uh, you know, definitely among the elders that there were slaves being sold around the tower. Mm. Um, you know, there are definitely some things that make, some folks not want to be so proud about it, but they're at the same time are individuals who did not experience that and have seen that look like, you know, crap really kind of their whole lives. And to, to them, it's like, a, hey, finally, my neighborhood getting an upgrade. That one thing can brighten up the whole neighborhood. And there's much more work to be done, mm-hmm. you know, much more. And that's why, once again, Peace Park was being cleaned up. That's right next to the water tower. Uh, been working on Peace Park and Initiative for years and trying to turn that into a nice uh, park right next to the tower. Uh, So hopefully that'll be something that we see in the future working with McCarthy uh, and uh, Grace Hill. And now we got Urban League there, Laura Gann has been there. So There's been a lot of folks working around the tower trying to get some things going. So this is definitely something I think that'll help draw more folks out. And maybe that negative stigma Will become not necessarily more of a positive to those individuals who are agree, but more of a something that you know it's, it's, it, it has sparked more positivity. And whether you like that tower or not, you like everything that's happened around. You. So mm-hmm. you know, we just do the best we can to, to, to just continue to move forward. This is one thing that can make ninety percent of folks happy and make them at least drive down Grand. Now, if they just want to drive down, it can turn around when they get to the tower. And I think a lot of folks are interested. Yeah. And that's really cool.
0: Yeah. And it does look great. Um, one thing that I noted in, in the Post-Dispatch story about this, James Clark, again, of the Urban League, he noted that the lights around the water tower have gone dark. Is there a plan to get those lights back to, to illuminating that tower now that it looks so good?
1: It is. We spoke to uh, to the mayor's office, and uh, we are working with uh, different city departments, uh, Rich Bradley there in BPS. Uh, and hopefully by the, uh, within the next 30 to 45 days, uh, we will see that, see those lights be lit up. But, um, so what we didn't want to do, or uh, what, you know, talking to the mayor's office, they didn't just want to kind of slop it up there. They wanted to make sure that they were, um, done right. We have some cracks or breaks in the, the design, mm-hmm. uh, lights. Uh, so they want to make sure that they, uh, get some new ones and, you know, fix the small electrical problems that we have out there. Uh, but we most certainly will will see lights before the end of the year, without a doubt. And that's on both towers.
0: Wow. So that's some, some additional good news. A lot of good things happening in your ward these days. And I know you're so passionate about uplifting this part of the city. Um, now that we've had this good weekend and these good things that happened, how do you build on that to continue the momentum?
1: Uh, so so the big thing is, hopefully, um, you know, what we want to do is, is you know, I'll try to get that paid, working with, uh, you know, the city. And uh, having Urban League here, once again, is an amazing thing. That's going to be huge. will talk with them more, exactly. You know, and that's those are resources. So, you know, knowing that we got resources in the neighborhood that stretch not only just throughout St. Louis, but... You know, regionally, that's a you know it's a really really big resource. So the plan is to make sure the neighborhood knows where our resources are. We got Mission STL right up the street doing, doing amazing things. So we have all these different organizations that's doing great things. We want to connect them uh, and make sure that the neighborhood knows that they have a role and plan at the same time, and making sure that whatever resources are available, that we utilize them and we utilize them to the maximum capability. You know that we can. We get out here. You know the, the towers clean. The trash around it has been picked up. We make sure that the folks that are coming down Grand, we figure out a way to know, you know, get them to know that don't throw trash on the ground. We come out and mm-hmm. maybe do cleanups every other week so we can keep that corridor clean. So those people who are traveling, they'll see us out there and will be more, uh, I guess, they, they be more, they, they, they won't throw trash down if they see people out there picking it up, I think. And, you know, when you see streets idle, when you see trash being on the ground like that, it makes you just. You know, it's it's inviting. So Mm -hmm. we want to make this a cleaner area. So we want to get the residents involved. You know, maybe this is something that can spark more interest because that neighborhood, to the neighbors, has been neglected. But we turn everything down, and that's I mean, that's across our whole ward. That's the north side in general. But we got a lot of buildings that are coming down in College Hill and right across the street in Hyde Park that have been uh, falling apart for such a long time. So um you know there will be some planning in the future for us to do some things with those lots that are being torn down for those who don't know there's an initiative for black wall street that is right up the street from where the towers are where we got uh, you know 100 black people working together to bring some economic value to the area so Mm -hmm. there isn't just a wait and see what the developers do but there's a, a work right now and then work with the developers when they get here also so There is initiatives to revitalize the area.
0: So there are some big things going on in this ward. And and as you say, it looks great right now. And it it sounds like you guys have some real plans to keep that going. So Alderman Brandon Bosley, I want to thank you so much for joining us today.
1: I appreciate you having me. Thank you.
0: This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU.